This week on the Nikki Shorts and More Disney Podcast, we are doing something so scary for our Halloween spectacular, so sinister, it could even make Disney mad. We are covering the one of the spookiest Mickey Shorts ever. The one that Disney doesn't want you to see. The one that internal Disney employees call What Not to Do with Mickey Mouse. That's right, we're watching the mid-90s classic, Runaway Brain. We're gonna watch it, we're gonna dissect it, we're gonna find out why Disney doesn't want you to watch this one. It's the spookiest Halloween spectacular ever, here on the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. Hey, Mickey Shortsters, welcome to this year's annual Halloween Spooktacular, where we answer the age-old question, what is scarier, the Mickey Short we're about to watch, or my attempt at makeup on myself and a seven-year-old? Um, <laughs> I think kids are going to be more friend of me than you. I think they're going to turn on this video and be like, what the heck did we just turn on here? A bunch of Halloween makeup wannabes. But you know what? We do what we can to bring you the spookiest Halloween special that we possibly can. Maybe. Even with zero Halloween makeup abilities. <laughs> Hope everyone's having a great week. Hopefully everyone is ready for Halloween. And as I said at the beginning, we're going to do something very cool and creepy and scary here. But first of all, we got to introduce ourselves in case you're new to the show. My name is Steve... And my name is Dracula Jr. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, that, that, that could work a little bit. See? Is this a face paint? Also known as... Keaton, the co-host. Keaton, the co-host. That's right. And we like to cover Mickey Mouse shorts each and every week we watch one. Now, typically speaking, we cover an episode each week of the Paul Rudish-produced Mickey Mouse shorts but as our title indicates with the Mickey Shorts and more podcast, every once in a while we're going to head away from those and watch something else. Older. Mickey Mouse. Maybe older. Maybe... Newer. Well, it can't be newer. <laughs> but we're going to watch something Mickey Mouse, and this week is no exception. Now, we do have a little bit of news and a little, you know, quick, quick product to talk about, but we're going to make that as quick as we can because there's some juicy stuff to really understand with this short. The 1995 produced Runaway Brain. Right. So before we get into all of this fun Halloween-ness for our Halloween Spooktacular, Keaton, you know what we got to do first? News. News. Now, only one news story this week is we are, like I said, focusing on Halloween content. But this one is important for those of you who are fans. So we found out this last week that Disney Junior has given the official nod to season two of Mickey Mouse Funhouse. So, Keaton, you've watched a little bit of it. What do you think so far? It's a... Uh... Pretty good. Yeah. It's, I mean, granted the show is aimed at preschoolers, but it's still a, you know, kind of a fun thing that, that preschoolers can watch with it uh, without it annoying their parents too much, hopefully. 
Now, Joe D'Ambrosia, who's the senior vice president of original programming and the, uh, the excuse me, the general manager for Disney Junior, he is quoted as saying this in regards to this news. He says, "The enduring love for Mickey Mouse and friends continues to be shared from generation to generation." And we are eager to provide more opportunities for preschool audiences and their families to connect with these beloved characters. We look forward to showcasing new fun-filled destinations in Season 2 for young viewers to explore and expand their imaginations. So, new content coming at some point in time. They did not give a release date, but we know that they are working behind the scenes on Season 2 of Mickey Mouse Funhouse. And I have no idea what that is. So that is it for the news. Like I said, we're going to keep this really short this week so we can get on to our main content, which means it's time for our product of the week. <laughs> we get to do that on our Halloween Spooktacular. Okay, so Keaton, I tried to find the scariest thing that I could possibly find as far as Mickey Mouse merchandise. The Runaway Brain Stuffy. We're going to talk about Runaway Brain merch because that stuff is legit scary. We'll talk about that after we watch the show. But you know what I found first? This is a holiday, Christmas holiday themed hat for your dog. Uh. uh. Yep. <laughs> so if you go to the link in the show notes, you can see this hat for yourself. But as I said, this is... I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a Disney Mickey Mouse hat for your dog or your cat. It's not scary. <laughs> Can you imagine our dog wearing this hat around the house? <sighs> so, there there you go. Quick, painless. This is our product of the week. If you want to get something for your dog, and you know, no judgment if you want to dress up your dog in Mickey Mouse attire. That is totally fine. And if you want to go out for the holidays, this is $12.59. Uh, again, for your... Uh, how do you get a cat to wear a hat? <laughs> I, uh, obviously, I'm not a pet costume. I told you it's scary. <laughs> obviously, I'm not a pet costuming person, but that's fine if you are. You have options. Come on, put that on joy. I like how my voice is going in the Halloween episode, which will make me just sound that much spookier without having to digitally alter my voice. So, with our news and our product now out of the way, let's get into some awesome Halloween content with Runaway Brain. Now, a lot of people sometimes will get confused when we talk about this because they're like, Runaway Brain, I've never heard of this before. Some of you have. Some of you have fond memories, possibly, of seeing this in the 1990s and are wondering why it's not on Disney Plus for their holiday selection. It's not, it's pretty much not a lot of places. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, if you search on the internet for Runaway Brain, you're going to find it but it's kind of buried for a reason. Now, this was first released in 1995, and it was attached to the North American showing of A Kid in King Arthur's Court. This was the pre-show, as you know, Disney likes to do animated shorts before movies. 
It was also attached uh, in international theater showings of a Goofy movie in 1999. And it was attached to the Australian theatrical showings of Toy Story 2. So this did have a theatrical debut. It was originally debuted in August 11th of 1995. Directed by Chris Bailey. And we'll talk about some of the other uh, creators here in a little bit after we watch the show. And some quick credits. The voice cast includes Wayne Allwine playing Mickey Mouse, Rusi Taylor as Minnie Mouse, Kelsey Grammer, that we know from Frasier, uh, playing Dr. Frankenoli, Jim Cummings playing Julius, and Bill Farmer playing Pluto. Bill Farmer, do you remember which other character Bill Farmer typically does? Goofy. There you go. <laughs> Good job. Now, as I said, this is a short that's a little bit interesting in the fact that from everything that I've read, Disney doesn't really want people watching this. So hopefully this video doesn't get pulled, but it's it's out there. I remember watching it from the 90s. I haven't seen it since, but this is a, a spooky Halloween tale, and we're going to talk afterwards about its creation and maybe some of the reasons why Disney doesn't want it out there. But first, uh. we're going to watch it. Yes, we're going to watch it. Uh, this is approximately a seven-minute short. And, I mean, Keaton's never seen it. I haven't really seen it since I was you know, in the 90s. So this is still going to be somewhat reaction style. We're going to try to talk through it and react at the same time. So let's see how this goes. So, Keaton, give us a countdown. And we can watch Runaway Brain. Three... Two, one. I like your Halloween style and go. There we go. Oh, boy. Walt Disney Pictures. We get the castle logo, the old 90s castle logo. Mickey Mouse in... Oh, Runaway gosh. Brain as a zombie hand rips across the screen. So we've got Mickey's house on a dark, stormy night. Mickey is enthralled oh in video games. Oh my! A video game of sleep, of, of Dopey battling the Wicked Witch. And in comes Minnie Mouse. And. What is the witch doing? He's like. So, so, so Minnie is upset because Mickey is ignoring her playing his video games. He's very soaked into his video games. Oh, it's their anniversary. Wait. Anniversary of what? Oh, those girls remembering all those little dates that the boys are forgetting. It's the anniversary of their very first date, and <laughs> Mickey has obviously forgotten what's going on. So, Mickey's going to try to cover his tracks. Oh, look, I was planning it all along. See? He thinks he's looking at an ad for mini golf. She's seeing an ad for Hawaii. Hawaii, that's where she thinks she's going. And then he looks at the price tag, $1,000, $999.99. Mickey is panicking. What's he going to do? How's he going to get this money? Oh, poor Mickey. Poor Pluto, as he tries to comfort him. But then Pluto notices something. He notices the one ants. Mickey Mouse can get a job. Hmm. All right. So they can earn the exact amount of money that they needed for in you know, just a short amount of time. So Mickey's all over this, and off he goes to this spooky house. 
<laughs> He's at thirteen thirteen lobotomy lane. Wait, lobotomy. What was that? He and he gets singing... sucked down a hole. He was singing that. Da -da 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 yep, yep, yep. What's that from? Talk about an ironclad contract. Oh, wait. Uh, this is gonna. Okay, so now he's strapped in a chair. He fell down this hole. He's strapped in a chair. And there's this evil doctor okay, not talking to this. him. Alright, so now what's gonna happen here? So we've got this evil monkey doctor. And there's fire coming out of the floor. Wait, what is this? Um. Uh. <laughs> this is okay. Mickey's just shrieking his head off. We have like this evil Pete that's rising out of the floor. Not gonna watch this. <laughs> and there's a target now aimed right at Mickey's head, right at Mickey's brain. Okay. So now we've established the fact that he's found this creature, a brand new brain. Mickey Mouse's brain is gonna Body go... switcher! Is this a body switcher? Oh, yep, so now the brain's activating. It's hitting Mickey Mouse. Explosions everywhere. And... Something may have gone wrong. But Mickey's like, I don't feel like myself. What's going on? Wait! Mickey's inside... The Pete Monster. Okay, he doesn't want the money. He, he's okay, but so wait. Uh, did they kill the doctor? Was he the bones? Okay, so Mickey Mouse now is trying to convince the monster that it's okay. But I mean, Mickey's the monster, and what used to be the monster is now inside. He just looked inside his wallet and he's seen a picture now of Minnie, and he saw him riding the steamboat. From Steve Of course, Minnie likes his body and his mind. And Mickey, with the voice of an evil Pete, has escaped the building and is out to terrorize. He's gonna go now find who? Minnie. Minnie. He's eating the side of the building. He sees. Oh, he just spotted Minnie. Minnie. His teeth are all gnarled. He's looking all zombified. Minnie is looking at bikinis. Oh, and now here comes evil zombie Mickey Mouse. No, okay. Minnie's actually thinking about buying a bikini. And now here comes Mickey. I mean, the giant real Mickey in the monster body. And zombie Mickey being dragged away. Oh. So. Alright, so Minnie now I think is starting to understand there's the whole body switching issue. Because Mickey with his regular voice is saying, hey, don't worry, this is me. But up they go to the top of a giant building. This is looking very King Kong-ish. You know King Kong? Pete, of course oh. I know King Kong. I thought you meant Donkey movie. Kong. Not Donkey Kong. Oh, he just ran into a uh, um, electrical wire. I think it now have switched the bodies back because of that electrical bolt, and now they're stuck in this ad for Hawaii. Mickey's like, 
Wait. Minnie? Mickey? Oh! But the creature now is back to his creature form. And not happy. So Mickey oh. bites the creature, falls off the building, and Minnie and the creature looking again very King Kong reminiscent here on the top of this building. Here comes Mickey to save the day. Referencing Ripley from Aliens as he's cocking that gun and coming up and over the edge. I... <sighs> he is in to save the day. Here comes Mickey Mouse. And he's swinging through. He's tying up Pete. Minnie is falling. And Mickey reached down and saved her just in time. And now, Monster Pete falls off the building. But wait, does he? The billboard has this mechanical arm that's lifting him up and down. <laughs> it's gonna be like a yo-yo forever. So now we cut over to Mickey and Minnie having their nice anniversary. And we've they're ending it with a shot of Pete being... <clears throat> Being, uh, they're using his, his picture of Minnie Mouse as incentive to swim them to the island. What is that from? Is that from the regular Mickey shorts? Nope. But it's close. It's. It's the Walt Disney um, music. It's from Steamboat Willie. Uh huh. Yep. So there you go. That that's Runaway Brain. Okay. That that that's not too creepy. That wasn't too creepy. <sighs> okay. So I've heard all this buzz and I've read all these behind the scenes about why Disney does not want this thing to see the light of day, and I'm legitimately confused. I, there wasn't anything is like grossly wrong with that as I was expecting. I mean, like I said, I haven't seen it since I was like you know a kid. What was your favorite part? He did have a big gun at the end there, yeah. Th that's probably why Disney was trying to hide it. The giant gun. I, I think it was more just the depiction of, of, of Mickey Mouse as this kind of snarling monster beast that maybe they didn't want people... But they made merch out of it, as we'll talk about here in a few minutes. I mean, very interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> so, initial thoughts then, buddy, on Runaway Brain. Uh, It was... A bit creepy to me, um, but it was also pretty weird that Mickey had a giant gun at the end. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I don't know if that was meant to reference Ripley coming up on the aliens at the end of Aliens, but that's definitely the vibe I had. I mean, he didn't cuss and say, get away from her. You. We all know how that line goes, but it was very style-wise. I was like, oh yeah, this is so from Aliens. <laughs> I thought that was great. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the history of this one, because this this kind of gets interesting to me as far as the behind the scenes of how this, this short came to be. Now, <clears throat> there, was a, there was some groups in Disney, uh, groups of animators... Uh, as, as you know, they would give themselves name. And one of these um, groups was called the Lunatic Fringe. They were challenged of, of 
creating something new, thinking outside of the box. Let's take what we have and just kind of flip it on its head and do something different. The director, his name was Chris Bailey. He had an idea for kind of an off-the-wall Mickey Mouse short. This short was called Tourist Trap. And in it, this uh, Mickey and Donald having a vacation. And the entire time during this vacation, Donald was trying to kill Mickey Mouse. What? I know. <laughs> I mean, they're like, okay, that's definitely off the wall. Now, this is at a time when Michael Eisner was in charge. There was Jeffrey Katzenberg there. And Katzenberg really liked this idea. And... Um, so did some of the other Disney executives named Thomas Shoemaker and Peter Schneider. They they thought this would create some amazing consumer products. But other people in the Walt Disney Company were not so sure. So they went off and they storyboarded this tourist trap short that was, again, about Donald killing Mickey Mouse. And the storyboard session did not go well. Um, in the words of Chris Bailey, it went kerplunk. So... <laughs> Katzenberg told Bailey to go back and fix it, but uh, here, here's the problem. The, the main point of the short was Donald trying to kill Mickey Mouse. So what's the light, fixed version of that? I mean, where else do you go with that? Is, is, trying to maim Mickey Mouse? I mean, there wasn't much room that he could go with that. And so they just didn't know what to do. So they, they put their heads together and... Um, Bailey asked Roy Disney for permission to develop another idea he had, which is actually where Runaway Brain came from. It came from the same group trying to figure out interesting ways to, to turn Mickey Mouse. Now, <clears throat> Jim Byhold was hired to oversee the layout. He was a veteran of this lunatic fringe Disney animators group. He worked on everything from Who Framed Roger Rabbit to uh, The Rocketeer. He was kind of all over the place. Um, Ian Gooding, he was asked to serve as the animation director for this. And Andreas Deja also was part of this group. He uh, worked with Scar from the, the Lion King, and also he designed uh, the monster Mickey from this particular short, based on Bailey's sketches. So they put this whole short together. Um, Jeffrey Katzenberg really wanted to be aggressive. He didn't want a mistake that this was... He didn't want people thinking this had been dug out of the Disney vault and just resurrected. He wanted people knowing this is new Mickey Mouse. This is this is edgy, fun, more adult, grown-up Mickey Mouse. Because uh, he wasn't sure how much kids would be attracted to it. So in early versions of The Runaway Brain, the monstrous Mickey was constantly drooling. And they, they just said, you have to cut the saliva. That was one of their feedback things. You have to cut the saliva. So you notice in the, the final version, Mickey, he had the big teeth in the big mouth, but he wasn't drooling constantly. Another moment that got cut completely involved Mickey getting electrocuted, where his head was, quote, boiling like a pot full of ballpark franks. Um, they, they cut that. They, they don't want to see the details of Mickey's fried brain on the screen. Go figure. Um, from a, a quote from... A, from Chris Bailey. He said, Jeffrey wanted to do some cool video game thing, Bailey says, which led to a shot outside the house where audience hears gunfire and see muzzle flashes coming from inside the house. Like Mickey's inside the house firing a gun. That's, oh. that's how they wanted it to start. Uh, and then the short would cut to inside the house where we see you know Mickey from Runaway Brain playing video games, but he's playing a virtual reality game. But in the virtual reality game, Mickey was shooting at Bambi. 
so I'll bet you know how that went over. <laughs> so again, in Chris Bailey's uh, recounting of this tale, the animators looked at him when they had an idea and said, quote, not a chance in end quote that he's getting away with that that was a bad word in yeah in that context yeah yeah kind of but i'm quoting people and how they were reacting to to this so there's this 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 tug and pull they want this edgy adult humor but we have to disneyfy it and make it okay for the kids so they presented another cut and this one went through shoemaker and schneider the next day and reality set in. They, okay, they're like, okay, we can't do this. They needed cuts. Now, some audience members did see this, the short and they loved it. They thought it was great. But Disney execs were like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this with um, with Mickey Mouse. Um, now, there was some other things that, that, that were kind of controversial in there. For instance, there's the joke that's in the short where he says, huh, talk about ironclad contracts. And the executives are like, nobody's going to get that except for people who work as actual producers. But yet the joke stayed. Fried brains, out. Mickey firing a gun at Bambi, out. Jokes uh, for producers, those those stayed in. And then, even more disturbing, was the original ending. Where a giant effigy mini came out of the couch. She was made almost with couch cushions. And the, this Pete monster was trying to, to, to get her. Now, obviously that didn't last or didn't, that didn't go over either. But Runaway Brain did come out. It was popular. This was nominated as the best animated short from the 68th Annual Academy Awards. It ultimately lost to Wallace and Gromit from A Close Shave. So why isn't it on Disney Plus? Well, because everything we've said is because of how they depict Mickey Mouse as a snarling, like, zombie creature with jagged and rough and attacking people, they didn't want them doing that with the Disney corporate icon. And so... (laughs) This was given the term of what not to do with Mickey Mouse. Now, do you think people would care? about this? Do you think people would be offended by this version of Mickey Mouse? Apparently so. Because the crew members who made the short, they all got crew jackets that had the nice like zombie Mickey Mouse on them. And one of these guys wore these jackets to Disneyland (laughs) because Mm -hmm. he was on the crew. He liked, he was proud of his work. And a woman in the main street cinema said she was so upset because A, she thought it was a counterfeit jacket. She thought that they had something, someone had done something funky with Mickey Mouse that they should have done. And she complained and she said, how can you wear something like this at Disneyland? These should be illegal. So Disney went, whoa, people are reacting not very well to this depiction of the characters. Okay, let's try to bury this. And so to this date, Runaway Brain, like I said, has been considered an example of what not to do with Mickey Mouse. It's not a lot of places on YouTube. We only found it in the one place that we watched. And from what I've gathered, Disney doesn't really want people seeing it. I really hope that they rethink that. Because I don't see anything grossly offensive in it, especially in comparison to what they've done with Mickey Mouse from the Paul Rudish shorts. I mean, he's been naked. He's been beat up every episode. He's looking torn to shreds. So I don't see anything in here that's that's really that crazy. Now, if you want something fun, let me pull up this real fast and I'll throw this in the... Sh- I mean, 
If you want to see an example of what they were doing with this, why Consumer Products was so excited, there was some crazy merch for this stuff. So for those of you watching the video version, I do have some pictures coming up on the screen. This is actual merch, released merch. I mean, you can still find it out there occasionally, but I mean, you've got this evil zombie monster Mickey Mouse, you know, in figurine form. There is, you know, the evil doctor, the monkey doctor. Um, oh, you can see his x-ray. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so, which is kind of cool. And then we've got <laughs> Mickey Mouse with his zombie in his zombie form with his tongue hanging out and the Ooh. evil Pete next to him. Again, uh, these little toys. So, all sorts of fun stuff they're going to do with this with merch. But some of it was released before Mick, or before Disney finally said, Nope, let, let, let's cut it. We don't want our corporate icon featured in this way. Now, a few quick notes to, to cover here, just overall things. Um, the, the plot, like I said, is a reference to Frankenstein. It's you know classic you know monster that, that's being created. Uh, a lot of Frankenstein references in there. Keaton, you noticed the song. The song from... Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. That was in there three times. He, he was whistling it. Okay, good. It was what else? the end credits. End credits. And did you notice it anywhere else? Uh-uh. As he's walking up to the house, there's kind of an orchestral version of it playing in the background. Just a little fun tie to Mickey Mouse. So even though it's this different version of Mickey Mouse, they're still tying it back to all these classical things from it. Oh, look at the ears. Oh, I know. That's crazy, huh? Uh-huh. Now... Uh, the, the beginning, it showed Mickey Mouse playing this kind of fun version, you know, video game, a fighting game like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. But it was Dopey fighting the Queen from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which is funny watching those characters, you know, react like that. Another cameo that everybody misses, Zazu. Yes, the bird from The Lion King made a cameo in, he appears twice during that short. Once, when Mickey is being sucked down into the laboratory... And again, when Julius roars at Mickey Mouse. Huh? And a fun nod that, again, everyone's going to miss is that one of the objects seen when Mickey gets sucked down into the lab is a pink slip. And on that pink slip are the initials JK. Now, pink slips are typically associated with people getting fired from their jobs. And during the production of this, Jeffrey Katzenberger, JK. K was fired as an executive from Disney when he went to start a rival studio with Steven Spielberg and David Geffen. So a lot of people having some fun in there as well. Keaton, I'll know that was a lot of deep down history from a short, but anything else you'd like to add about Runaway Brain? Your makeup is starting to run. Your monster is melting. Uh-oh. So that said, Keaton, let's do a spooky version of... Keaton's, Keaton's joke, joke of the Week. So this is where Keaton has a chance to tell some fun jokes, have some good fun humor. Keaton, what's your joke for this week? Why did the headless horseman get a job? Number one, great accent. But why did a headless horseman get a job? Um, hold on, let me guess. 
Because... I don't know. I got nothing. Why did the Headless Horseman get a job? He was trying to get a head in life. He was trying to get a head. Uh, I'm glad he's got ambition other than scaring people out of town. But there we go. There was... That, that, that was Keaton's spooky joke of the week. Keaton's joke of the week. So let's wrap things up because we've been talking about this for a long time. We've got makeup running down our faces and we got to go get ready for the rest of the Halloween season. So remember, you can watch all of our shorts on our website, www.mickeyshortsandmore.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Google Play, on Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, whatever podcast player you have, just do a search for Mickey Shorts and More, and hopefully we come up. You can connect with us uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Just do a search for Mickey Shorts and more, and we should come up. You can send us your comments about the show or your own feedback or your own reviews. Send those over to MickeyShortsandMore at gmail.com or call us with a voicemail, 541-321-0472. Keaton, any ideas what's coming up next week on the Mickey Shorts and More show? Now looking at it. <laughs> you can reference the show notes. One of my all-time favorite Mickey Mouse shorts. Not my favorite favorite, but one of the top five, maybe top three. Nature's Wonderland. Come so on. many ties to the parks. I love it. I love it. Love it. Can you get me guess with my eyes closed? Oh, I didn't know if you were going to guess it. So, Keaton, let's... What would you like to say to all of our watchers as they go into this Halloween season? Happy Halloween. Have a great, safe, happy Halloween. As you're celebrating, remember to watch more Mickey Mouse cartoons. They'll make you smile. They'll make you laugh. They will make you forget about your troubles. I'm going to forget my troubles! And you can enjoy life more thanks to the power of the mouse. Thanks, everyone. Have a great, happy Halloween. On, be on behalf of Keaton and myself, thanks for watching. And happy... Halloween. <laughs> Bye. Da 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 da